In this episode of Set Squared Downloaded. Because when there are three of you, everybody does everything. Um, and now there are 80 of us, you know, there's 17 people doing my job and there's, I don't know, 25 people doing Tom's job and so on. And it's all about how do you delegate what, what's going on? How do you put the management structure in place so it doesn't, the cracks don't appear as it were? Because if you're continually growing, the cracks do appear and you've got to keep plugging them. But what we're focusing on really is those companies who've said, right, we've now established our, our product or service. We've gone out to our first customers, we've established um, a customer demand, but what we can now see is that there are you know, multiple markets that we can tackle, or there are multiple new features that we can introduce, or there are sort of some major pivots that we could make now we've established the core of the technology, the product or service. Welcome to SetSquared Downloaded, the podcast brought to you by SetSquared the global number one university business incubator. In the last episode, we looked at the challenges startups and entrepreneurs face when trying to secure investment. Whilst there are often many funding rounds in a company's development, much of the advice in that episode was steered towards startups. But after the startup stage comes the scale-up stage. A scale-up is defined as a company that has already validated its product within the marketplace and has proven that the unit economics are sustainable. As with any stage of a business, this comes with a whole host of its own challenges. And in this episode, we'll take you through those challenges, get some advice from those that have been through it, and look at how organisations like SetSquared can help with scaling up. First, we hear from Steve Cliff, CEO and President, and Tom Carter, CTO and Founder of Ultra Haptics, a company who has gone through the scale-up phase and received support along that journey. So at Ultra Haptics, we create a technology that lets you feel things in the air without touching anything. So we use ultrasound projected through the air onto your fingers to create a vibration on your hands that enables you to feel feedback for gestures, buttons or controls in the air, or even um, reaching out and feeling digital content. So you can control devices without touching them around your home or in your car, but also you can enter immersive realities, virtual reality, augmented reality, and reach out and actually feel and interact with the, the digital content. Wow, so I don't want to ruin the magic of that too much, but how does that technology work? Um, so what we do is we have a small collection of speakers that emit ultrasound, which is just sound that's too high a frequency for you to hear. And we trigger them with very specific time differences between each of the speakers so that the sound waves travel through the air and all arrive at the same point at the same time. And at that point, there's enough force generated to just slightly displace the surface of your skin. And we can control that and turn it on and off to push and stop to get a vibration going on your skin and we can control that vibration and create any vibration that your, uh, your skin's capable of feeling. Um, and then we can sculpt and manipulate the acoustic field rather than just creating one point, create a shape, uh, a 2D shape, or even feedback for when you're interacting with 3D objects. So I think you'll see it being used to control a lot of devices, whether that's in your home, whether that's in, uh, in hospitals or environments where um, not touching is, is beneficial for hygiene reasons. Um, but some of my most, uh, some of my favorites are actually in immersive realities beyond just virtual reality. Um, sort of any immersive reality you can improve and augment by adding our technology. Um, and one uh, example right at, the, uh, at the, the lowest end is digital signage. So these um, posters that you see in cinemas and, uh, and shopping malls, which at the moment are just a moving image that you can walk past and see. But what our technology enables you to do is actually reach out and interact with the poster. You can play a mini game or feel some content with the, uh, from the movie, for example, 
Um, and that just takes it from something sort of uh, trying to deliver you information through your eyes to something actually engaging and fun to use. So the technology is quite advanced and the applications sound amazing from incredible applications in the health sector to some really fun advancements too. To get to this stage, you've clearly advanced on from startup into and onwards of the scale-up period of time. What challenges do you think scale-ups really face? So I think one big area that uh, is difficult for scale-ups is, is training, um, particularly for the, uh, the wider team, not just the, the guys running the company. So there's a lot of training and, um, and advice out there for entrepreneurs and the, uh, the people at the top. Um, it's, there's less out there telling those guys and providing for the, the rest of the team as to what training they should get and, and how they should get it. Um, so I think that's one big challenge for, for scale-ups. What growing pains are there moving between the startup and scale-up processes? Growing pains uh, from being a startup is um, are generally around people and process. Um, because when there are three of you, everybody does everything. Um, and now there are 80 of us, you know, there's 17 people doing my job and there's, I don't know, 25 people doing Tom's job and so on. And it's all about how do you delegate what, what's going on? How do you put the management structure in place so it doesn't, the cracks don't appear, as it were? Because if you're continually growing, the cracks do appear and you've got to keep plugging them. Um, and so for me, it, it really is the people. You've got to, because you go from somebody joins the company and they're 75% loaded, and at the rate we grow at, you know, six months later they're 125% loaded, and we need some, to bring somebody else in to relieve the load. And it's a matter of making sure that, you know, we don't break anybody on the way and we get the people in at the right time to make sure we manage that growth. With being such an innovative company and developing a technology, I would imagine one of the challenges is to be able to continue innovating while scaling up and growing. How has Ultrahaptics managed to do that? So we've deliberately split the teams up. Um, so we do have an engineering team that just d develops products and moves them into marketplace and so on, but we've kept a separate team um, that uh, continues to innovate and looks at new things, um, and maybe not in the sort of next 12 months, but maybe in the next two to five years. And we've kept it separate and kept them separate, but focused on supporting our core businesses. So what have you experienced being the biggest issues facing UK technology companies and those trying to really scale up? I think it's international experience. Um, it, and it comes back to people again. We've actually uh, pulled together a team of senior guys um, who've done it before. So it's not about learning on the job, it's about I need somebody who knows Japan. So we've got somebody in who knows Japan um, and making sure that you don't make you know, mistakes, because in startup land, you can't. You've got to get it right. And so we get the people in to make sure we get it right. So what advice could you both give to people going through this scale-up process at the moment? Well, the best advice I could give is look after your people, run as fast as you can, um, and patent everything that you, uh, any inventions that you uh, come up with. Um, we've spent time right from the early days um, I mean, I think uh, our marketing communications manager was employee number five. Um, and so it really is about projecting yourself, making sure that you get in front of the right audiences, get in, front, in the right publications and so on, and making sure you, you keep on top of that. And following on from that is making sure that we attend the right conferences, make sure we go to the right exhibitions, um, and ultimately 
have the right product that people want. Um, and we've tried to do all of that right from day one. Excellent advice from Steve and Tom from Ultra Haptics about the challenges facing scale-ups. Next, I could not think of anyone better to speak to about the needs of a scale-up and the support available for those needs than Caroline Fleming. Hello, I'm Caroline Fleming. I'm Head of Incubation at Surrey University. I run our Set Squared Surrey Incubator and our student enterprise activities, uh, along with our new SME sector-specific networks. And I'm also director of our S100 Angel um, network as well. Caroline, could you tell us a little bit about Set Squared's new scale-up programme? Yeah, so the new Set Squared programme, it's really about bringing the university research out into the community. So from an SME's point of view, it's about helping them grow and scale quickly by taking on that key intelligence and research impact that we have within the university arena and allowing it to give them a competitive advantage, which can help accelerate the growth of the company. So the program really is all about facilitating linking up SMEs with um, the set squared universities, the five universities of set squared, to gain the advantage of what those universities can offer. And then alongside that, it's also about supporting those SMEs um, in the skills and difficulties of scaling up, for example, things like targeting um, private investment and you know, establishing strong team structures, etc. And how did that programme come to exist? Well, it came to be really from a realisation that the networks that we are building as part of the current set squared activities are all focused more at the startup end. So they're all about helping technology spin out of the university and then help early stage companies who are setting up come and get access to university knowledge but also to the business support excellence that we've built up at Set Squared. So we've built an environment of people now over the last 15 years who um, have started up their business, gained that first investment. So what we've now realized is obviously we have a lot of graduates from our programs who now need the next level of support. We've also seen from a university point of view that actually SMEs who are a bit more developed and are really ready to scale are those that can create the best vehicle for impact for university research. So therefore, you know, as a group of um, five universities, Set Squared Surrey, we saw that there was an opportunity to, to come together and create a new programme that's really focused on that scale-up end of development. And this is very much in line also with the findings on a national scale in the UK. So the government responded well to it and we put in a bid for funding and were awarded it. So what kind of company is this programme really aimed at? Well, essentially a scale-up is a company that has more than 10 employees and is looking to grow um, more than 20% year on year growth. But we're not, obviously, we're not going to turn someone away if they've got nine employees. But what we're focusing on really is those companies who've said, right, we've now established our, our product or service. We've gone out to our first customers. We've established um, a customer demand. But what we can now see is that there are, you know, multiple markets that we can tackle or there are multiple new features that we can introduce or there are sort of some major pivots that we could make now we've established the core of the technology the 
product or service. And those are the kind of companies really that we're looking to help. So those who have already got in their business plan that they want to accelerate their growth, they want to bring in some new intelligence, they want to build themselves into, you know, sort of um, market leading positions over the next three years. So they're really the people that we're looking to to work with. So equally, you know, medium size, well-established SMEs who have suddenly seen an opportunity to make a sudden change, they're perfect for this programme as well. And so thinking of those companies that you have on the programme at the moment, what do you expect their key takeaways, their learnings to be? Um, So I suppose one of the key takeaways, speaking with my university hat on, is that they understand the value of working with a university and the value that it can add both in terms of um, skills that can be provided, in terms of the research that is going on and the intelligence that can add in terms of the facilities that it can give you access to which are often more novel and early stage than those that are normally commercially available so therefore you're able to use them in a in a slightly higher risk manner which can allow you to make those sort of pivotal changes within your within your company but i suppose also we're we're trying to get the smes to realize the value of working collaboratively so that's really key in this so collaborating with each other with the universities and collaborating with all the other services that are available so we're really trying to open their eyes so that they can see all the support that's around them and make the right decisions to bring on the right support at the right stage of their journey now we've spoken about the program being for scale-ups and what those companies look like at that stage but jumping back a little bit what are the differences in the needs of a startup versus a scale-up i think when you're starting up you're still you're still trying to understand if anybody actually wants what you've developed um at the scale-up phase you shouldn't know you should really have understood your first customers and you should have designed your product or service according to their needs so you're now looking really at how do i scale that you know how do i make what's been well received by my early customers into something that now a much larger population want so it's it's a different proposition and potentially it you do need a slightly different business model it might be about changing the way you sell it which will often require a much larger team so it's often about um, bringing in more skills in-house in order to enable you to meet lots of different customer groups demands rather than just that initial customer group where you're putting everything into just pleasing that first set. We've heard from some brilliant people in this episode that are either working through the steps with scale-up companies or have been through this growth themselves. SetSquared's new program is an amazing support network for going through a very difficult period in a business's life cycle. Here's how they helped UltraHaptics. So SetSquared is a fantastic environment to start and grow a company rapidly. Um, there's uh, a lot of help and support. You can get answers to questions quickly so you don't end up um, spinning time or burning time uh, on um, mechanical aspects. There's mentorship and then there's space to grow on from one desk through to three desks through to half the building before you're ready to leave the nest and enter the real world. Set Squared, not just in the company, not just in the organisation, but outside as well, has a really large network of contacts that could be useful. Uh, and I made use of that very, very early on when I started the company and wanted to bring a CEO um, on board. Um, the one of the mentors at Set Squared connected me with 
uh, with Steve. Um, he said, I think this is the guy. We got on very well and, uh, and managed to bring Steve on board and, uh, and, well, I guess the rest is history. If this resonates with the stage you're at, then Caroline and the team at SetSquared want to hear from you. So if you're an SME and you like what you've been hearing and you feel that you're in that pivotal place where you've established your first market and you are now ready to scale, then we would love to hear from you. You can go to the SetSquared website and find the scale up page where you can register your interest. Thank you to everyone we have spoken to on this episode. To find out more about Steve and Tom and Ultra Haptics, you can go to ultrahaptics.com. And thank you to Caroline Fleming for the insights into the new Scale Up program. If you're interested in this amazing new program, go to setsquared.co.uk forward slash scale. You can find out more there and you can register your interest. To stay up to date with the programs we offer, follow us on Twitter too at setsquared. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from so that you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening to Set Squared Downloaded.